Carl Nolte, writing in the San Francisco Chronicle, tells us that a number of years ago, Ranger Shelton Johnson made an amazing discovery deep in the archives of Yosemite National Park. He came face to face with his own history. It was a faded 1899 photograph of five U.S. Army cavalry troopers on horseback, rifles slung over their shoulders, on patrol in a pine forest deep in the backcountry of Yosemite National Park. Like Johnson, these soldiers were African Americans. Like Johnson, these soldiers were acting as park rangers. He had discovered a nearly forgotten piece of the past of San Francisco and the Sierra Nevada. For three years, African American regular army troops from the Presidio, the famous Buffalo Soldiers, patrolled Yosemite and Sequoia National Parks. The discovery was a surprise to Johnson. There are no black faces in the pantheon of heroes of the Sierra. All of them, from the explorer Joseph Walker to the naturalist John Muir to the photographer Ansel Adams, and everyone in between, are white. Shelton Johnson became so absorbed by the story of the Buffalo soldiers in the Sierra that he has taken on the persona of one of them, or a collective of them as one, and gives presentations at schools throughout the San Joaquin Valley. His presentation is part story, part music, part living history of people he calls the Shadow Soldiers. You may remember seeing Shelton Johnson in the Ken Burns documentary from 2009, The National Park's America's Best Idea. In much the same way, Dante Green was fascinated upon discovering the Buffalo Soldiers and their neglected history. Shelton Johnson believes in the power of storytelling in a theatrical way, as we've just learned, as he continues his living history presentations to young and old. So too with Dante Green, who believes in the power of telling stories through the art and craft of theater. And that conviction was developed in Dante's hometown, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Dante took part in productions with the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble as a child, going off to college in Philadelphia, only to return to become BTE's very first emerging artist as part of a brand new initiative. Part of Dante's responsibilities will be to write, produce, and direct the 2023 Theater in the Classroom presentation scheduled to tour to schools widely in Pennsylvania from March 20th through May 26th. We had a chance to speak by phone with Dante Green about the power of theater and the theater in the classroom production, Park Protectors, the story of the Buffalo Soldiers and the National Park Service. I started being in plays at BTE when I was 10 years old. My first play with BTE was A Midsummer Night's Dream, and I remember getting the flyer in my school folder to take home to my parents at the end of the day for auditions. And, you know, I auditioned for the show, and and from there I really just enjoyed working on the show so much, and I asked my parents to keep bringing me out, and also BTE kept asking me, to do shows with them, which was really, really great. And so I've been working with BTE now for almost 15 years. You are part of a program they've established. Aren't you the inaugural person in EAI? 
Yes. So when I went to college and left Bloomsburg, I was really interested in continuing my relationship with BTE. And I continued to reach out to them and ask them how how I could get involved with them as I continued growing as an artist. And from those conversations, we came up with the Emerging Artist Initiative to really create a space for artists like me who are interested in working with BTE and interested in growing with a professional theater company to have a place to really be able to have agency to create their own projects and to direct and and really gain experience in the professional field. And yeah, so BTE and I put together the Emerging Artist Initiative, and I'm so happy and thankful to be the first artist working on that initiative. And so you've already done projects under that umbrella, right? Yes. The first thing I did under that umbrella was I was a musician in the production of The Christians that happened last year. And then for this year, I'll be directing the Theater in the Classroom show, Park Protectors, the story of the Buffalo Soldiers and the National Park Service. And then for my culminating project, I will be directing a show in their main stage season this coming year. Let's go back to college. What did you specialize in? What kinds of things were you exploring when you were in college? So I went to the University of the Arts in Philadelphia And when I first got to college, I was really interested in majoring in musical theater. But I had also had this love for writing. And I come from a very musical, music writing background as well. And so I realized pretty quickly into my first year that I was interested in doing more than just performing. And so I ended up switching my major to be directing, writing, and production And I specialized in writing and directing for new musical theater. Well, then you are now working on the TIC. We have all these acronyms, theater in the classroom. But people might not know what that is. And you, I'm sure, go way back with that. So tell us a little bit about what the program is. So the theater in the classroom shows are original shows that Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble creates. And they're presented in these very physical story theater style performances where they tour to different elementary and middle schools throughout Pennsylvania. And so they're very participatory for the students to learn about historical events and things like that. And then they also involve discussions with the students after the show to answer their questions about anything that they've learned in the show and and so, yeah, it's really supposed to bolster the education that the students are already learning in school and give them sort of a performative opportunity to see a, a theatrical performance of what they might be learning. And for a lot of the students, it is potentially the first time that they're ever even seeing a play. So it also introduces them to theater and to live performance in a really accessible way because we bring these shows to their schools. Did you have a chance to see one when you were a youngster? Oh, absolutely. I remember seeing many of the theater in the classroom shows, actually. I remember seeing one called, I think it was called Eureka, that was about the invention of electricity, and it involved Albert Einstein and Thomas Edison and things like that. And they also did a lot of touring shows that were Shakespeare shows as well growing up, so I remember a lot of those, too. So you're just a wonderful testament to the fact that this kind of a program does and can have an impact on a student's life. Absolutely. So now tell us about how the concept for this year's show came about and how it's developing. 
So as part of the Emerging Artists Initiative, I really had the agency to choose whatever subject that I was interested in working with for the Theater in the Classroom project. And I became really excited about the idea of national parks. And I I thought about where did the idea of national parks really begin and who were the first park rangers to steward the land of the national parks in America? And I found some really amazing research about the Buffalo Soldiers, who were soldiers from all black regiments who were first part of the American Civil War. And then after the Civil War and the Indian War sort of ended, they became what we now know as as park rangers. They were the very first park rangers for the national parks in America. And so I became really excited about telling that story because it wasn't really something that I learned about in school. And so that is the basis of my theater in the classroom production. It's really about, you know, the earliest caretakers of America's national parks and how those folks were soldiers from all black regiments called the Buffalo Soldiers in the 1890s. Do we know how they got their name, Buffalo Soldiers? Oh, yeah. The name Buffalo Soldiers was actually coined by the Native Americans who they were interacting with during that time. The, the buffalo, the animal, was a very well-respected animal in, in the Native American tribes. And so they gave the, the name of the soldiers, buffalo soldiers, because they had similarly textured hair, and they respected the soldiers in the same way that they respected the buffalo. That must be a long tale, because it must have gone on for a while. How are you zeroing in and making a focused story for a classroom period? Well, we're really zooming in on one specific park ranger who was one of the first to sort of begin this journey for the Buffalo Soldiers, and his name was Charles Young. And so we're focusing on the story of Charles Young, who was a park ranger in the early 1900s in the Yosemite National Park. And so it really tells the story of him from being born to an enslaved family and his family moving to the North to seek freedom during the Civil War. And then we follow him as he becomes one of the first Black military superintendents to then become a park ranger for the Yosemite National Park. So we're really focusing in on his story and how he sort of shaped the beginning of this role of park rangers and the impacts that he had as a soldier at the time. Do you have diaries to draw on? Are you having to imagine his character? Um, So there's a lot of history about Charles Young that I've been able to find online. I haven't necessarily been able to find diaries. So there is an imagined narrative that we are building. There will be a character who will be playing Charles Young. And there are also letters and diaries from that period of time. So we can sort of imagine what Charles's perspective was from that time. And so, yeah, a lot of it will be built around the sort of historical context and the research that I was able to find from him. And then some of it will be this imagined perspective of what Charles might have been thinking and acting upon during that time. When you describe the theater in the classroom experience and the production and what the goal is for these productions that you go in and you can't have a cast of 20, you have to have a small group. So are you going to have many characters played by few people? How about the casting in that regard? Yeah. 
so we we have a show that will be a cast of three, and the three actors are going to be playing many different characters. They're all at one point going to be playing soldiers, but also two of the actors will be playing Charles's parents, while one will be playing Charles. Some of them will be playing some of the poachers and the criminals who were around during the Western frontier. And so we will really be, the actors will be going through a lot of different characters throughout the show. As a park ranger in those formative days of national parks, the Mm -hmm. job description must have been evolving. Was it largely, you mentioned criminals, was it largely to keep the park land safe and not exploited? Absolutely. So when the Western frontier sort of ended, there were a lot of folks on the West who were really new to the idea of a national park. And so they were doing things like taking taking things from the parks that they weren't necessarily allowed to, and they were poaching animals and things like that. And so the idea at the time was that forests and national wildlife was really, it all really had a utilitarian purpose. You know, the wood was used for building houses and the animals were for eating and for trade and and things like that. But once the National Park Service was really created, the Buffalo Soldiers had a job to not only preserve the land, but also to protect the folks who were living in the Western frontier as well. They had the job of protecting the settlers who had moved there and also to protect the Native American tribes who had treaties with the settlers who were who were also on that land. So the Buffalo Soldiers were really a bridge between a lot of the different things that were going on in the West, between preserving this beautiful place for anyone to be able to experience, but also preserving a sense of safety on the West as civilization sort of developed out there. Again, with these stripped-down performances, because it's like a trunk show. Right. You take it onto the next school, onto the next school. What about costumes? Do you just suggest, say, a uniform if that's appropriate? How do you handle that? Yeah, so the costumes, the way that the costumes work is that there's going to be a base costume that all of the actors will be wearing all of the time. And it'll sort of have a very Western sort of feel to it. So it'll be familiar to the students in a way. And then we'll be using the hats that the Buffalo Soldiers used to wear to signify when they'll be Buffalo Soldiers. You know, there may be some bandanas to symbolize the thieves and the sort of poachers that were going around in that in that area. We'll be able to do a blanket and wrap the blanket to to pretend to be like the young Charles who was just born and things like that. So we're being very open, but also creative with the costumes. And it sounds like this is really the essence of theater. You have just a bandana or a hat and you have yourself yeah. and your body and the text or the narrative. That's it. And you're an actor and you're interacting with others. And that's the power. It sounds like it really is elemental theater. Absolutely. It really is. It's going back to the basics for sure. And like I said, it's it's an introduction to so many of these students to theater. And so we really are trying to be creative and, and show something that looks familiar to the students, but is also exciting and new for them as well. 
and the teachers are there. They'll get them ready, perhaps, for your visit, and then they'll work with them after? Yeah. So the theater and the classroom shows also come with the study guides. So when we go to the schools, the teachers are supplied with a study guide that has more in-depth history and vocabulary and things like that that we'll be using in the show to give the students a little bit more of an in-depth lesson on what they'll be experiencing when we come to the schools. You talked about your musical background. Does anybody sing any songs? Yes, there will be there will be a few songs in the show as well. I think there will be maybe three or four songs in the show, and all of the actors are musically inclined So it should be very exciting. And there will even be some guitar as well. Did you write any of the music? I did. I did. I wrote all of the music that's going to be in the show. As an experience already for you, this must be a growth experience. Absolutely. It's my first time working on a show that is theater for young audiences. It's not my first time working on a touring show, but I've only ever been a performer on a touring show. I've never written one before. And so that is an incredible experience as well. And, and it's also a really great directing experience for me as well. Oftentimes, the, the shows that I direct are very small scale and low budget and things like that, which is similar to, to what I'm doing with the Theater in the Classroom show. But it's really an opportunity to work with a professional theater who has a relationship with the community. And so that's just really amazing to be able to come back to my hometown and to be able to direct something that I can feel proud of and that my my hometown theater company can feel proud of and that will then tour across the state of Pennsylvania. Well, that gives us a wonderful opening to ask if people are listening, if they're affiliated with schools or perhaps libraries and so on, what do they do if they'd like to bring the Buffalo Soldiers to their midst? Oh yeah, if they would if they would like to bring Buffalo Soldiers to their schools, you would reach out to the BTE school programs director, which is Paula Henry, and you can contact her via email at phenry at bte.org. That's P-H-E-N-R-Y at bte.org. What are some of the things that you're going to remember most about Charles Young, for example, and what does he tell us today? I think one of the things that I hope that students will take away is really his legacy. And I I think that there is this misconception sometimes that Black people aren't necessarily the sort of folks who are interested in going out into nature and being part of the national park system. But what I hope folks will take away is that Charles Young and the Buffalo Soldiers were the original park rangers in the National Park Service. So not only is the National Parks a place for African Americans and other people of color in this country to be able to enjoy, but they really were the original stewards of that land. And I hope that that story is is something that I can bring awareness to and empower young students to be able to get excited about the incredible privilege that we have as a country to be able to experience these beautiful national treasures. Dante Green, the inaugural artist in a new program at the Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble, the Emerging Artist Initiative. EAI responsibilities include writing, producing, and directing the annual Theatre in the Classroom production, This is the 44th year for the TIC tour, 
and Park Protectors, the story of the Buffalo Soldiers and the National Park Service, will launch on March 20th and be on the road to schools throughout Pennsylvania through May 26th. Booking dates for the 2023 tour are available. Teachers, administrators, parent-teacher organizations and the like should contact Paula Henry. She is, as we heard from Dante, the BTE School Programs Director, and you can reach her at phenry at bte.org, phenry at bte.org. Park Protectors, the story of the Buffalo Soldiers and the National Park Service created by Dante Green and touring as of March 20th to schools throughout the Commonwealth For more information, on the web, bte.org, bte.org. And to reach Paula Henry, phenry at bte.org. Park Protectors touring from March 20th through May 26th. 